When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we have a returning guest here with us today, Stephen Sless with uh, Primary Residential Mortgage. Welcome back. Gary, thank you for having me back. Great to be here. Definitely. So, Stephen, a, a lot of things going on in, in the mortgage industry, inflation, everything else, uh, you know, that's going on. And uh, you deal with with reverse mortgages. Can you tell us kind of how things have changed over the past year with, you know, the, with with the rates increasing and inflation and, and you know, reverse mortgages? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, boy, have things changed over the past year. You know, this time last year, we were thrust in the middle of a refinance boom. Rates were in the threes. Everything was great. And fast forward 12 months, and now the entire country is battling soaring inflation, the rising cost of consumer goods, five, six, seven dollar a gallon gas in some states. And so for folks that are retired or close to retirement, what does that mean for them? Well, it means that the likelihood of them outliving their money just got multiplied several times over. Understanding how to use all of your assets in conjunction as part of one retirement puzzle is the key. And it may just be the key to them not outliving their money. Enter reverse mortgages. For most folks that are 55 plus, the vast majority of their net worth lies within their home equity, right? And so where we come in, we help them understand how much of their net worth is tied to their home equity. And we teach them how a reverse mortgage can provide a solution to them not outliving their money, right? Creating a hedge against inflation, creating a buffer asset, an asset that is uncorrelated to market returns that can be tapped into strategically when needed. So reverse mortgages right now are playing a vital role in helping America overcome this inflation crisis that we're dealing with right now. So you just said that that um, that for age fifty five and above, a lot of a lot of their wealth is in their in their homes now. Um, I know there's been a lot of changes with with reverse mortgages. Um, last time we 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 spoke about this, you had to be 62 or older to be able to get reverse mortgage. 
Now yeah. you're saying 55. Wait, did that change in the past year and a half since we've talked? It has, yeah. There's been a lot of product innovation uh, over the past few years in particular. So now we have various different types of reverse mortgages. We have the FHA government HECM, Home Equity Conversion Mortgage. That represents about 90% of the reverse mortgage pool, of the, how many loans are originated in the country every year. About 90% of those are the standard government loan. But now, Gary, we have these proprietary loans that are um, non-FHA, non-government. And for these loans, we can lend all the way down to age 55. You still have all the safeguards and protections that the government loans offer you, but they also could be lower cost options. You see, Gary, with the traditional FHA HECM reverse mortgage, there's a mortgage insurance premium that's a part of every reverse mortgage. That is not the case with these proprietary loans. So something that my team and I do is we, we look at everybody's circumstance individually. We help them to customize and tailor goals specifically to them. And we're going to compare apples to apples, whether it's more advantageous to look at a government reverse mortgage or one of these new proprietary loans. Right. And I'm, and I'm assuming that there's regulations with each individual state on who's eligible in that state or who isn't. There is. Yeah. These loans are not available in every state yet. Um, right. Hopefully that will change pretty soon. They're in most states. I believe uh, last check it was 40 plus states that a lot of these products were in. There's different types of proprietary reverse mortgage products. There's also a lot of jumbo options nowadays. So what we've seen as an industry in the reverse mortgage space is these loans are no longer loans of last resort anymore. In fact, a lot of folks that are savvier, very high net worth individuals and families with multi-million dollar homes are turning to the jumbo reverse mortgages to leverage the wealth in their home. For those loans, Gary, we can lend up to a $10 million value um, and up to a $3 million loan amount. So the reverse mortgage world has changed quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we talked about this about this before and the fact that lots of times people, you know, think about reverse mortgages and hear the horror stories about, hey, you know, my grandma's been out of her house for, you know, 31 days and the mortgage company came in and, and took her house from her. Can you dispel some of that and tell us what the real rules are with that? Absolutely. Yeah. So... The first myth that I want to dispel, Gary, is you still own the home with a reverse mortgage, right? These are just mortgage loans. The difference is they provide greater flexibility, and we can get into some of that flexibility later on in the show. You cannot lose your home with a reverse mortgage so long as you comply with the loan terms. So the first responsibility of a reverse mortgage is you have to occupy the home as your primary residence, right? The technical meaning of that is you have to live there at least six months in a day out of the year. However, a lot of folks go into long-term care facilities, rehab facilities, so long as you are maintaining contact with the service provider. The service providers are very flexible, right? Nobody wants to foreclose on your home. The reverse mortgage lender does not want your home. That's not the, the, the purpose of lending reverse mortgage loans. Um, so a lot of these safeguards and regulatory um, the regulations have changed over the years. At one point, many, many years ago, yes, if you were out of your home for 30 days, there was the the possibility of the, the reverse mortgage loan being called due and payable. Um, those regulations have changed. They've been relaxed. Nowadays, you can be out of the home for upwards of a year. And so long as you're making contact with the service provider and keeping them updated every step of the way, 
you're not going to lose your home. Another responsibility, Gary, is you have to pay your homeowner's insurance and your property tax. Well, guess what? You got to do that no matter what. <laughs> doesn't matter if you have a reverse mortgage or traditional mortgage or no mortgage at all. So as long as you comply with the loan terms, nobody has ever lost their home with a because they have a reverse mortgage. Now, you don't pay your taxes. You don't pay your homeowner's insurance. You don't meet the loan terms. You could lose, you could lose your home, but that would be the case whether you had a reverse mortgage, Gary, or not. Right. So can you go through, let's just go through like a little quick scenario. It's like, okay, if I owned a, a house about a half a million dollars and I didn't have a mortgage on it um, sure. and just say that I have average to better credit, what would I be able to borrow? Yeah. General rule of thumb is about 50%. Okay. Right. And then of course that depends on a few factors. It depends on interest rates. It depends on your age and it depends on the appraised value of the home. Right. Now, earlier in the show, Gary, you mentioned rising interest rates. Everybody at this point, I think, knows we're in a rising interest rate environment. What that means for reverse mortgages is less money available, right? Most of our clients, they're not interest rate sensitive because there's no mandatory mortgage payment to pay every month, right? So a right. rising rate doesn't necessarily mean that your payment is going up because there is no payment. Reverse mortgage borrowers have the option to defer payback until they leave the home. What it does mean is less money. So if you're somebody that looked into a reverse mortgage last year, and we're talking to a lot of these folks right now, right. you looked into it last year or two years ago, you weren't ready, wasn't the time, now you come back, you wonder how much money you get, well, it's a lot less. And it's a lot less because interest rates are higher now. But general rule of thumb, Gary, is about 50%. And then you have a variety of payout options. You can choose to receive a lump sum. You can choose to receive a monthly payment, right? Think of that as a, an income annuity from your home. Your home is going to send you a check every month. Um, a term payment, five years, 10 years, 15 years, or a line of credit. And the line of credit, particularly in this market, Gary, with rising inflation, that line of credit can act as a buffer asset. Right. A buffer asset, a, an asset uncorrelated to market returns, uncorrelated to inflation, something that you know is guaranteed, it's insured to be there, and you can tap into it anytime to protect and preserve your other assets under management. So when we go through this process, I understand depending on which product we get in, there's going to be fees involved with this, just like there would be if I was taking out a conventional mortgage on the house. So, um, you know, let's say that whatever, 10 years down the road and I pass away, what happens with my home and what do, does my family get? Sure. So think of it no different than a traditional mortgage. When you pass away, you can leave the home to whomever you would like to leave the home to. At that point, they have the decision whether they want to buy the home or whether they want to sell the home. Most of the time, the heirs have their own home, they sell the home. So the heirs would sell the home, they would pay back the amount of money that you borrowed on the reverse mortgage, plus the amount of interest that has compounded over time. And then any amount over and above that money is theirs to keep, and that is their inheritance from the home equity. They can also choose to buy the home where they, they you know, finance it in their own, you know, using their own means. Perhaps you have a life insurance policy and you leave that life insurance policy to your kids or heirs and that life insurance policy pays off the reverse mortgage and you can buy the home that way. 
Um, so you have the same options with a reverse mortgage as you do a traditional mortgage. So, and again, I, you know, I bring this example up because many people have the idea that once I get that reverse mortgage, the house isn't mine anymore. And when I pass away, there's nothing left. The, the, the reverse mortgage company owns the house. And just I just want to kind of point that out to everybody that that's not what it is. Correct. Yes. The, the, this, the, it's just a mortgage lien, right? It, it's a mortgage, however, that provides increased accessibility, flexibility, and liquidity, right? And it's the only type of mortgage out there, Gary, that you're not required to make a monthly mortgage payment. You right. can if you want, or you have the option to defer payback until you leave the home. Well, think about what's happened over the past three years, Gary, with the onset of COVID-19 three years ago. A lot of people in this country deferred payback of their mortgage. Right. Some deferred it for six months, a year, two years. So I think at this point, most folks are at least educated, more educated, and comfortable with the, the concept of deferment. A reverse mortgage loan is just a permanent deferment with the option to pay. But never does the bank own your home. Never does the lender own your home. The government own your home. You own your home. All you need to do is comply with the loan terms, and then you choose, do I want to make a monthly mortgage payment every month? You can even make an interest-only payment every month. Let's say you're somebody that doesn't want to see your balance rise over time with you deferring payback. You can pay any amount you want, any denomination. There's also no prepayment penalty. Pay it off anytime. Or you can choose never to make payments, preserve all that cash flow, and it gets paid back when you leave the home. Gotcha. What happens in in this example that it's like okay, I borrow the say I borrow the two fifty, and I leave I live to be a hundred years old, so I'm you know forty years from now, um, I pass away. What happens then? Because I'm assuming by that point my my the amount of interest and in everything else is going to be more than the value of the property. Sure. So it depends. I'm assuming in this scenario, you've decided to defer payback. Correct. You haven't made any payments. So if you deferred payback, now it also depends on what the appreciation of your home is. True. We've seen over the past few yeah. years, soaring appreciation. In normal markets, you see about a 4% appreciation. In normal markets, you see about a 4% interest rate, typically the two offset. But if you are in your home, such as this scenario for 40 years, and you wind up owing more than the value of your home when you pass away and leave that home to your heirs, all reverse mortgages, whether they be the whether that be the government reverse mortgage or the proprietary reverse mortgage, they are non-recourse loans. And that simply means that neither you nor your heirs are personally liable to pay back any debt that the house can't satisfy. So you if you if you identify that you owe more than the home is worth. The heirs simply have the option to leave the keys on the kitchen table, walk out the door. The lender will sell the home. The insurance that's on all of these loans will satisfy the, the lender, the government's piece, and you walk away free and clear. So I bring that up because, again, a lot of time people think that there's a lot of risk to doing a reverse mortgage. And sure. it's, I don't want to say that this takes a risk away, but it, but from a uh, an error standpoint about it. It's like, okay, if, if my grandmother or my mother decides to do the reverse mortgage, I don't have to worry 
that if the the value of the loan becomes more than the house because of whatever the reason, we're not going to have to come out of pocket at the end of the day. Right. Think of it, Gary, like gap insurance for your car, right? You total your car, the insurance company cuts you a check for $20,000. Well, hey, I owe $30,000. If you have gap insurance, that $10,000 gap is covered and, and right. you're protected. Reverse mortgages work the same way. Now, back to the, the cost and the fees and the, the compounding interest. Reverse, uh, uh, what we hear oftentimes is, yeah, but if I don't make a mortgage payment, my balance is going to increase over time and I could owe a lot more over time than what my balance started at. Well, I got news for you, folks. If you have a traditional 30-year mortgage, take a look at your amortization schedule. Right. 30-year mortgage is 360 payments. If you have a $400,000 home and you look at your monthly payment, times that by 360, I would venture to say you're probably paying a few hundred thousand dollars, if not more, than your balance began. Right. You're paying the money no matter what. A reverse mortgage simply allows you to defer payback. It allows you to gain access to the wealth in your home without that cash flow burden and that obligation of a monthly mortgage payment. Now, you know, because again, we're comparing, comparing the two. What are the interest rate differences between a you know a, a typical conventional um, uh, mortgage versus reverse? Yeah, they're they're the same. I mean, right now reverse mortgage rates are in the high fives. So too are traditional mortgage rates on the proprietary loans. It's about a point to two higher. So what we're seeing on the proprietary loans right now is uh, upper sixes, low sevens. Again, we weigh our options. Those proprietary loans have much lower closing costs. So what's better? We, we do an analysis, we do a side-by-side -side comparison, and our job is to educate and empower our clients and our referral partners and, and their family so that they can make the best decision. But I think that's another great, <laughs> it's another misconception, a great question. Right. Right. Uh, a lot of folks think the rates are exorbitant, they're really not. Yeah. So, okay, we, we kind of dispelled a whole lot of myths just <laughs> through that part. Let's talk about the good stuff here. So what are some of the things that you, when you're helping somebody get the reverse mortgage, what are some of the things that you're seeing them use the money for? Right now, battling inflation. Okay. We have, we're getting a lot of clients that are referred to us by financial planners. Most retirement portfolios today here in 2022 were not designed to withstand seven to 9% inflation right. or $6 a gallon gas. Um, and so folks are struggling right now. There's, they're struggling to uh, figure out how they're going to extend their investments, particularly the folks that are on a fixed income, and not run out of money or not outlive their money. Lifespans are getting longer, but boy, inflation could be a real wrecking ball to your retirement plan. So we're seeing a lot of folks that understand that most of their wealth is tied up in their home equity. They want to bring the home equity into the overall equation. Bring that piece of the puzzle and plug it in so that all of your assets are working in conjunction with one another. You can take out a reverse mortgage line of credit that's a standby line of credit. It just sits there. It's parked. It's in reserve. When you need it or when you need money, then you have the decision. Do I draw from my line of credit without the obligation of a monthly payback, tax-free, by the way, or do I pull money out of my investment portfolio? Gary, you know as well as anybody. One of the worst things that you can do in a declining market is to pull money out of that investment right. portfolio. So that's one use. Another use is retrofitting the home. Um, 
the whole concept is aging in place, aging in a safe place. Most of our clients come to us, they want to live in the home for the rest of their life. Perhaps, though, they need to do some work. Perhaps they need to do some upgrades, some renovations. We have a lot of folks coming to us for that. And long-term care, long-term and extended care needs. You can use a reverse mortgage to fund a long-term care insurance policy. We can also help to help you afford your current long-term care insurance policy or purchase a new one by simply eliminating your current monthly mortgage payment. If you have a mortgage, the reverse mortgage will pay off and replace that monthly mortgage payment, freeing up the cash flow for you to be able to then better afford your long-term care policy. Um, Gary, the possibilities are endless. The overall concept is the vast majority of America, Americans over the age of 55, to the tune of 74, 74% of these people, have the bulk of their wealth tied up in their home equity. They don't understand how to use it. They think, oh, I'll just go take a traditional mortgage or I'll take a home equity line of credit. You take either one of those, you have a mandatory monthly mortgage payment. Well, if you're somebody that's in your 70s or 80s, do you want to be paying a mortgage well into your 90s? Or is a reverse mortgage with a flexible payment a better option? Right. You know, I really like the idea of, and, and you know, again, it, it's people need to think outside the box. And, and I know that you know, did you work with people and their tax advisors and their financial advisors, estate planners and everything else. Um, but thinking outside the box, because many times people will tell you, oh, if you have a whole whole life insurance policy, go ahead and borrow against that because you can get it tax free. You know, yes, you have an interest payment that you have to make annually, but it's not that big of a deal. I think looking at the equity that you have in your home and be able to do the same thing with that. Because like you're saying, hey, I'm taking this tax-free. I don't have to make monthly payments on it. Um, so I, I get to use something that I built up over my lifetime. Because again, every time you pull money out of, out of the market, especially now, you're pulling it out of the market when it's down. And that's right. like the worst time to do it. Or you're having to take extra money out of, your retirement accounts, and that's going to deplete that. So, so I'm sure that there are a ton of financial advisors coming to you saying, "Hey, help us, you know, formulate this to make sense for people." Yeah, absolutely. And look, appreciation rates aren't the same as they've been over the past three years, but the home historically is an asset that's going to appreciate it at around four to five percent per year. We're in Maryland, right? We're still seeing pretty good appreciation rates. And so do you want to pull from an asset that is still appreciating, still growing? Or do you want to pull from an asset that is depreciating? And I think you just gave the clear answer, Gary. The last thing you want to do is pull more than you have to or more than your plan allows or was designed to allow at a time where there's a lot of instability in the marketplace. Right. So, I, I mean, to me, that th this gives people a lot to think about and not just going the traditional route. And I think that that's what we need to, to, to stop doing just because our parents and our grandparents and this is the way everybody does things doesn't mean that that's what we need to continue doing. Right. I mean, look, my, my parents took out their reverse mortgage two and a half years ago. Uh, they had a lot of the same <laughs> After hearing me talk yeah. about reverse mortgages for almost 20 years, right. they still had the same common myths and misconceptions on their mind. What they were concerned with is, but we're not going to pass 
on a legacy. Like this is our legacy. And what we, what I sat and taught them was, and this is my parents, right? Yeah, you will. And by the way, you're going to leave more of a legacy. And here's why, because we're going to help you to preserve all of your other assets. The home equity is just one piece of the puzzle. It's just one part of the equation. If you leverage that very strategically and tax efficiently, and you only pull from it when you need it, we're not advocating for taking large sums of money out of the home with no plan. But if it's a part of the plan, and we had this conversation along with their financial advisor, and we showed them, if you can limit your withdrawal rate from your investment portfolio, and instead of drawing from over here, draw from over here, and the benefits of doing that, you actually will wind up leaving more money. Now, mom and dad, I don't want your money. I don't care if you leave me an inheritance or nothing at all. I want you to be happy. I want you to live comfortably in, and age comfortably in place. But that was their concern, and that's their concern of a lot of our clients. We want, we don't want to tarnish our legacy. Well, you're not. And in most cases, if you do this right, you'll actually leave a larger legacy because now you're using all of your assets in conjunction with one another instead of just some. Yeah, agree, agree, hundred percent. What, what, what mistakes do you see people making when it comes to the reverse mortgage? Taking money out without a plan, right? I mean, taking taking right. a large lump sum of money out with no plan on to, as to how to use that money. Um, that's how reverse mortgages were were viewed. That's the old school approach, the, right. the loan of last resort. If you are broke or destitute, or you've already in a position where you don't have assets, look, a reverse mortgage may not be the solu- best solution. Gary, we turn down about 25% of the folks that come to us asking for a reverse mortgage because they're just not suitable candidates. Right. The first thing we look at is suitability. Is this even the home that you want to live in long-term? If you're not looking to live in this home for at least five years, likely the reverse mortgage, because of the upfront cost, it's just not its not the right solution. You're better off selling the home now and taking all the money off the table that you can. And that's where I think our approach is slightly different than a lot of others. We, we look at it this from a very holistic standpoint. We look at suitability first and foremost. We make sure that we ask the right questions to, to ensure that the loan is being structured in the best way and used in the best way. But to answer your question, it, it's taking a lump sum of money with no plan whatsoever, right? right? There's no point of taking equity out of your home and sitting in a checking account that's going to bear no interest. No, yeah, agree 100%, 100%. All right, we've covered a lot of stuff here. What have I not asked you today that you wish I had? No questions about the beard. Normally I get some beard questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the first show that I've done in a long time. Now, you did ask me prior to, exactly. to going exactly. here today. Exactly. Um, no, I, I think, Gary, you were very thorough. Very, very thorough. Um, look, you asked all the right questions. You know this better than anybody. I mean, this is a, a pivotal time in, in a lot of folks' lives, particularly folks that are on a fixed income, those that are in retirement or nearing retirement you at least owe it to yourself to become empowered and become educated, right? Don't rely on bad information from your neighbors or your your uncle or rumor and innuendo. Do the research, become educated, give us a ring. We're going to help you to do that. Um, And look, if it's not for you, great, but at least you know. Now, are you guys doing uh, seminars and stuff like that for people if they want to get educated on this? 
Yeah, we just did a, a big national uh, webinar a couple of weeks ago. We had a few hundred people on that webinar. Uh, we used to do a lot of in-person seminars. Yeah. Those of you in Maryland, you probably yeah. have, have seen us out and about at, at various restaurants. Uh, we're looking at getting back into that. We found the webinar concept to be very effective. We can bring people in from all over the country and educate on a much larger scale. Um, but we do. We have been invited to speak at a lot of trade organizations. Uh, we, we're a partner with the Certification and Long-Term Care Organization. Uh, Institute for Divorce Financial Analysts. So we go out and we speak to these organizations, these financial firms. We work with a lot of financial advisors and do seminars for them in person. So right. yeah, any any opportunity to educate, we're all about it. Great. So Stephen, if people like what they hear, or they just have questions, or they want to uh, you know check out some of your webinars and stuff like that, how can they reach out to you and your team? Best ways to pick up the phone and give us a call, uh, 410-814-7575. Again, that's 410-814-7575. On the web, theslessgroup.com, T-H-E-S-L-E-S-S group.com. Uh, and connect with me on uh, social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, at morewithsless. Great. Stephen, really appreciate your time. Appreciate all the information that you've given us today. Um, I definitely think that the people really need to start looking at reverse mortgages differently uh, than they have in the past and really look at this as a, a financial tool to be able to use. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, Gary. Thanks so much for having me on. It's really a good time. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This today, our guest has been Stephen Sless with the Primary Residential Mortgage Group. Thank you, and we'll see you guys next week. This show has been produced by Market Domination LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com/podcastoffer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.